Hi everyone, it is Amanda V and I am here with my other fellow mentors, Brian and Nick. Say hello boys. Hey. Hey. Um, I'm here to just go over confidence as well as sex and intimacy. I am a certified sex coach, a clinical sexologist, and I'm assuming you're here because you feel like you need help with that. I'm assuming you're here because when you are trying to connect with a partner, you don't feel confident. I'm assuming that you're here because when you go out, there's something that's keeping you from connecting really, really authentically with other people. And I want to help you with that. As a woman, I can, I feel like I can talk about this because I am absolutely connecting with other people. I don't have, I don't identify as a man. I, I, but sex, intimacy, confidence, these are universal concepts. And I don't think that my gender or, or anyone's orientation really is going to um, change what it is I have to say and how each of us feel about these concepts. So why is it so important to discuss sex, intimacy, confidence? Well, they're all on the same, they're all on the same level. And I'm wondering, um, gentlemen, what do you feel is most important to discuss in the sex, intimacy, confidence content that we're going to be producing? I'm curious what you want to, to uh, talk about. I think the confidence is really the starting point for everything. No matter what we talk about in Mentor Plus and this program, it really is about that light, that energy, that happiness that we create on the inside that is then translated externally with others outside. Mm. I think that's a solid starting point for me. What about you, Nick? Yeah, I think that has <clears throat> a significant impact on our ability to really feel like we are... are living our best sexual lives because i mean let's face it sex is a huge component of the human experience and if that is minimized or if it's omitted for whatever reason i think a lot of people tend to have just experience a lot of negative ex negative feelings negative beliefs about themselves when they can't put themselves out there so i think that you know it's important to understand confidence it's important to understand how am i showing up showing up in my body like what do I think of my body? What do others think of my body? Is that important? What have other people told me about my sexual preferences? Or what have people told me what is okay, what is not okay? And so I think a lot of people, especially when I work with clients, you as well, and just people you've probably worked with, sex, when we don't feel we get it right, or when we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, can be a huge, can deal a huge blow to our, our ego. Oh, yeah. And I... I... I want to note right there that what Nick said is so important. What we're supposed to be doing that should, you know, that, that thing that we should be doing, that thing that we could be doing, that thing that we're supposed to be doing in order to achieve maximum pleasure with sex. So in a lot of my discussions, you'll hear me talk about pleasure and how important that is when it comes to sex and intimacy. How oftentimes we are conditioned to expect sex to go a certain way. And when it doesn't, we feel like a, I'm going to put air quotes up here, you can't see me, but failure. It didn't work out the way I expected it to. And so I am 
feeling really down about it. And that's going to affect your confidence. So, and a lot of this stuff that we're going to be talking about is this concept, and it's, it's been spoken about by, by authors such as Emily Nagoski, this dual control model for arousal. The idea that some people have really heavy gas pedals. They have their, their foot on the gas pedal and they want sex all the time. And other people have their foot really heavy on a brake and they can't take their foot off the brake. And that's a lot of the problem when we get into these relationships that are mixed libido relationships where one person wants sex more than the other. And how do we deal with these types of relationships? And how do we deal with it when I think I should be wanting a lot more sex than I do? Or maybe I feel like I, I want way more sex than what is healthy or normal. And these are all topics that I think are really important and you should absolutely listen to when you get a chance. There's also a discussion about confidence and your integrity and what integrity means to building confidence. How do we build confidence? Is that even possible when you see someone walking down the street and they are, I believe the term is pussy strutting down the street. Is that the right word, Nick? The, the, the exact word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So someone walks, maybe not down the street, maybe from the bar or past the bar or wherever you are, um, you walk with confidence. It is that pussy strut over to that gorgeous, gorgeous human that I want to be able to help you find. How do you embody that type of confidence? Is it important to you? Why is it important to you? Is it living in your, in your integrity to have that type of walk? Is it possible for anyone to pussy strut over to their most desired person? I think it is. I think it is. If you define your values, you identify the goals and make sure that those goals are, um, well, make sure that those goals are realistic. And I'm not trying to, I'm not telling you that your goals aren't realistic. I am saying that the goals that you have may not be serving you. I think that's really important to acknowledge there because I think so many of us try to turn connections that are never meant to be a connection because we don't know our core values. We don't know our desires. We don't know the alignment there. I think we end up chasing, pussy strutting, at the wrong things. And so I think it's so important of which you are going to help us discover why values, why that confidence, why getting very clear on the people you do want in your life matter because when we go after the things that are not right for us, it's never meant to be. And our confidence gets knocked down. So you're absolutely right that we gotta be very clear on the people we do allow into our life to ultimately build our confidence. Mm. One thing that I think is great about the three of us, you know, coming together on this project is that I think throughout these discussions, you'll hear, you'll hear a lot of overlap. You'll hear a lot about confidence. You'll hear a lot about self-worth. You'll hear a lot about purpose, outcomes, goals, objectives, this sort of thing. And although we may each bring our own level of expertise, 
we are all coming together to help people understand the basic human experience and what it could be like, right? Not what it should be like, because we all don't know what it should be like. But, you know, when I hear Amanda, you talk about pussy strutting over to that person at the bar. Brian, you talk about, should we be pussy strutting over to that person at the bar? <clears throat> really in that moment, identifying, why do I want to pussy strut over to that person at the bar? What am I supposed to get out of pussy strutting to that person over the bar? And is it reinforcing what I already believe about myself? Or is it inhibiting me from what I could fully step into to become this thriving individual? Yeah, I think that when you build the right kind of confidence, it is a true energetic attraction tool that you could describe it as radiating. If you are in your true power, you are radiating and people notice that. There is actual evidence that when you stand in your power and your happiness, that people could feel that up to six feet away. Um, which we'll discuss at, at some point in one of our live chats. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's multiple ways to attract and build confidence and there is no right or wrong way, but it's a lot easier to build an internal confidence and then have people drawn to you through personality, through passion, through purpose, through alignment and values than to chase after people and maybe one in a hundred maybe stick. So I think it's really about the approach and know you have options. I come from a place of, of fitness. Uh, I've, I spent over a decade in the fitness world. And so a lot of the analogies I use have to do with fitness, but, but I digress. My point here is that a lot of the exercises that I'm going to recommend that our listeners do are going to be tiny little bite-sized chunks, achievable SMART goals, as, as the life coaches say. And it works in fitness. It works in life. When you see someone in their full power walking down the street or in even just sitting in their space, but they are radiating that confidence. If you think to yourself, there's no way I could possibly be as fill in the blank, cool, beautiful, amazing, powerful as that person, you are projecting this air of confidence on them. Or maybe, you know, they actually have that confidence. You don't know. That's my point. You don't know where they are and you don't know how they feel in that moment. But if you are feeling their confidence, if you are projecting that that person has confidence, I challenge you to consider whether they were born that way. Do you think they were just born confident? Do you think Mariah Carey was born Mariah Carey? Or do you think she developed that over time? I know Nick has some has some beliefs about that, but but <laughs> my point is I'm going to hopefully give our listeners, you dear listener, small bite-sized chunks so that you don't think that, hey, one day I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna be so confident, I'm gonna be perfect. It's actually a little bit of work. And we're gonna take tiny little steps to get you to that space where you feel like you are just radiating confidence, like Mariah Carey, like... Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. There it is. Like Beyonce. <laughs> like Beyonce. Right. I, you know what? I think it's really important, um, and this has just shown up to me in my life as of recently. Not only do we create stories from our past, but we create stories based on things we don't even know to be true. Mm -hmm. um, I recently joined a gym co-working social club and it was only after three months that I realized everybody is faced 
with social anxiety, with social skills and how they communicate. And the story that I created when I first went into this was I'm not enough. But after organizing events and meeting everybody and watching people open up with liquid courage, mm. AKA a cocktail or beverage, um, and then the following day closing back down again, it's not about us. Everybody's worried about themselves. And these stories that we create that impact our confidence, I was like, oh my God, my confidence dropped. But let me tell you, after I saw that and realized it, my confidence went up 3x because I'm like, this has nothing to do with me. Nope. So the more I could stand in my power, be kind to people, be friendly to people, I truly started to see the power of that magnetic attraction and the power of confidence for drawing people to you. But we walk around this world creating stories on adults that don't talk to us, that don't look at us, that don't X, Y, Z. And the truth is, it has nothing to do with you. Right. There's that saying, be the change you want to see in the world. If your world is, your experience in the world is, nobody talks to each other, how beautiful would it be to be the one that starts to affect that change in the world? So really kind of in that moment when you want to pussy straight up to that fine ass person at the bar, ask yourself, my therapist, you know, this is something that we work on in my therapy session with my therapist is if someone walked up to you and said, you are a very attractive person, how would you feel? I said, I would love that. And she said, so why wouldn't you want to give somebody that same experience? Wait, Nick, I think I was the one that said that to you, not your therapist. <laughs> in different terms, in different terms, in different terms. But it's true. A compliment, an offer to buy them a drink, Right. It was a long way. Right. Especially when it comes from that true, authentic mm -hmm. confidence. Yes. So if you would like to be the person to be able to pussy strut up to that beautiful other at the bar or at the gym or at the networking event. Or even within your relationship that it's time to reinvent it. Mm. Or with yourself in the mirror. Hey, there you go. I would love to be able to give you some some advice, some hacks, some exercises in order to do that. And that brings us to the next level. Sex. So you've got the confidence. Now, how how can you be more competent in the bedroom? And I'm just going to say in the bedroom, but I'm going to leave that open to wherever <laughs> you want it to be. The, the kitchen table, wherever it is. But for the bedroom, for this purposes, we're just going to say the bedroom to, to talk about sex. So the competency, is there a right way to do it? This is why I actually got into this, because my curiosity has always just been overflowing. Are, are we all doing it the same or are we all doing it differently? The answer is yes, period. End of story. End of story. There is no reality. There is no right. Reality and the right way is all a perception based on the lens that you're looking at. Yeah, you, you said it best, Brian. You just said we, ha we come up with these stories about what other people are doing, what other people are thinking, what other people are feeling. And until you are there in the moment, until you are skin to skin, you really don't know. And also understanding that sex doesn't necessarily mean stick insert into hole. No. So we're going to talk about what your definition of sex is. We're going to talk about what messages you received growing up and how that affects you. We're going to talk a lot about pleasure, like I mentioned earlier, because pleasure is really what I think you are probably trying to achieve and find and cultivate. So with that, 
Any final thoughts? No. I look forward to hearing more. Oh, good. How about you, Nick? No, I agree. I think that just with this topic being something that I've struggled with my whole life, um, really learning from you as well, I think that it's going to be great along with our with our community. Whenever I can learn something outside of the clinical world, I'm always super excited about it. I think so. the most important thing to acknowledge, though, at the end of the day, we are gay and queer men. We have different sex lives. We have different ways of going about sex. We have different desires. And we explore our desires in a different way as well. And so it's really about tapping into your most authentic way to build the confidence, to attract the individuals that you would like, and create a strong connection with them. And there is no one way or right way. And that's what we're here to explore. Unite and Mentor Plus are platforms where we are very open to discussing all topics. And we want you to show up to these conversations with no shame, no guilt, although it is normal for most to have shame and guilt uh, around, especially sex. So until next time, friends, I can't wait to discuss these things with you and to meet you on the Unite and Mentor Plus platform. See you next time. Take care.